Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. Uh, thank you for being a part of the show, folks. Anyhow, we got a great show for you today. What is the show going to be about today? Let's go ahead and get to that right now. Title of the show, title of the show, and I'm pulling it up. As you can see, I'm kind of rushing things here a bit, kind of fell a little bit behind on getting everything ready for you guys today, but... Here is the show. Come on, show. Let me see what you're all about today. Anyhow, it. oh, there you are. There you are. Title of the show today, The Afghanistan Fallacy Lie. Houston doctor and COVID explosion. Reporter's silly question neutered. Anyhow, folks, welcome aboard. The duck that quacks. The duck that quacks. How are you doing, my brother? Paul Fleming checking in from ATL. He said, I just got, I just had a cup. A cup of what? I don't know, but if you had a cup of something, I hope you had that cup of something in the cup that we call the Politics Done Right Cup from the Politics Done Right Posse. Paul Fleming, ATL, checking in. Uh, Republican-led wars are for that reason again. And, you know, it's funny because it's funny that we had Bush come out and kind of gave a soft-handed criticism to the president after this is something that he started. This is something that he started. The destruction of... Well, let's, let's talk about that another time. Anyhow, Michael Rodnan, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Michael has his daily dosage of tips. So we go here. Michael Rodnan says, Pelosi suggests January 6th panel could investigate Jordan and Banks. If you're going to scrutinize GOP reps over January 6th, start with the ones who incited the insurrectionists to, start, to storm the Capitol. Perfecto. Exactamente eso es lo que tienes que hacer. That is exactly what you've got to do. Michael Rodden also said, more than half of wild coffee species could go extinct. Scientists, climate change will destroy civilization. General populace, eh, scientists, coffee may not survive. General populace, uncontrollable panic. We need our coffee. We need our caffeine fix. We need to have our caffeine fix. So if you have some people that just are climate change deniers, just tell them your coffee fix is at risk. Your coffee, I mean, it doesn't mind to them that their life is at risk and all of that. Tell them their coffee fix is at risk. And if you tell them their coffee fix is at risk, there's a good chance we'll get climate change solved. The memo, another one from Michael Rodden in the memo. Biden gambles, can, uh, he can plow through Afghan crisis. Biden has to stand up against the mainstream media drumbeat to war as they continue bowing to their military-industrial complex ad by sponsors. <laughs> Senor Rodnan, perfect analysis. And if you notice today we have, that is actually our first, I think it's our first video. Let me make sure and see. But we're going to talk about that because what we need to have folks do right now is to start speaking up about what's going on here, folks. Because uh, Senor Rodnan is absolutely right. The military-industrial complex has all, have all the talking heads out there. All the hosts, all of them are on the same waveform. Hell, even the old-time uh, 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 Obama spokespeople are coming out against Biden. Remember, Biden didn't want the surge four years or, or uh, eight, 12 years ago. We're still in the same place. Uh, you hit the nail on the head, uh, Brother Michael. Now, what we have to do is, you know, you don't have to like uh, Biden. You don't have to like that Biden himself is a soft neoliberal. You don't have to like that Biden is not as progressive as we are. But the man is doing the right thing. Yes, we feel, well, you'll hear what I have to say in the video, so I won't go ahead and repeat it here. We'll go ahead and have it in the vid video. Michael Rennett also said, diplomacy, not bombs. Anti-war voices say Afghanistan shows need to stop any further march to war. Ending the wars, they'd take social media pushback against the media pundits who are acting as cheerleaders for the military-industrial complex. That's on us to do. Stephen Miles, win without war, says nearly two decades of military intervention and occupation uh, did not build lasting peace. No number of bombs dropped, no length of items. You know, I read a little piece on Twitter today that said, uh, it's great that we spent over a trillion dollars, we spent trillions of dollars to get rid of the Taliban so that after spending trillions of dollars, the Taliban is back in power. Powerful 
I didn't say it as, 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 as eloquently as it was said in that tweet, but you guys get the drift. Well, last one from Michael Rudnan says, article from 1989, cut off the arms flow and let Afghans unite. With Soviet gone, U.S. should demand a referendum for self-determination. History doesn't repeat, but it sure rhymes a lot. Just this time, the roles are flipped between the U.S. and Russia. The Soviets have left Afghanistan, making the collapse of the besieged puppet regime in Kabul just a matter of time. President Bush has a unique opportunity to define a positive agenda for the future of that country, yet... For now, he has chosen to merely affirm that the United States will continue to supply Afghan resistance with military assistance. Amazing, right? How easily things repeat themselves. They repeat, they repeat, they repeat, they repeat. All right, Paul Fleming said he'll order two cups today. Thank you very much, Paul. You're a good man. You can either do it on right there on, on YouTube or you can go directly to the link that I'm going to put on the screen right this minute. Uh, but anyhow, so Michael Rudden, those were some very good prescient articles that you passed on there. So important, so important. There it is, uh, the link for you, uh, El Señor. All right, let's see what else we got here. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Rose Williams, hi everyone, having internet problems today. Rose, I command your internet to get better, but who the hell am I to command anything? But hey, I can try. Egberto Paul is replying to one of my comments. Arabica coffee is likely to go extinct in the next few decades due to climate change. Yeah, he was answering your comment, but he's also committing to buy two cups. Thank you very much, man. Eric Hayes, how about that president? I tell you what, how about the president? He has some pelotas. The president has some pelotas, and the way he came out and spoke yesterday, I call that pelotas. Look, I'm not in agreement with with uh, Brother Biden for a lot of things, okay? But when he does a good thing, he does a good thing. Hey, all, not on FB. It's Screw It Today. Sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. How about Eric uh, uh, Harris? How about Harris? What's wrong with Harris? I think she's fine. How about that Saki? I think Saki is great. Best, best press secretary in my lifetime. Better than any guy or any previous person that took that position. The duck that quack says, I fear for the people on the Caribbean islands. I do. You know, that's where my, that is where my folks were before they migrated. <laughs> well, you know, all our folks with this melanin comes uh, directly from Africa to this part of the world. And then they, well, my people ended up in the Caribbean and from the Caribbean to the Panama Canal. So that's why I called myself a black Caribbean Latino. Porque estoy Latino de Panama. Caribbean from Jamaican descent and, and other Caribbean islands descent. And, of course, from originally the motherland, Africa. But then again, all of us are from the motherland, Africa. Whatever your hue, just a few generations or, uh, cent or, or millennia apart. Uh, Eric Hayes says, what a catastrophe. Uh, I don't think it's a catastrophe. It always looks like this. You're going to leave a place that you shouldn't have been in the first place. Eric, hey, uh, Daniel Ledo replying to Eric, a national treasure, we should retire his number. Should, yes, we should. Because I tell you what, if that $3.5 trillion human infrastructure and that $500 billion hardware infrastructure plus the other incidentals go through, he would only be second likely to uh, El Señor uh, uh, H, I mean, um, Roosevelt. Right? What are Roosevelt's call letters again? Uh, RF, not RFK. Come on, help me out, guys. Anyhow, Carl Cox. Too many people who don't know what combat is all about. I've never served in the military, but what combat entails. Let me tell you something. I've never served, but I have relatives not only who have served in both the United States military, Panamanian military, and I've had people who've died for the United States in, uh, in Vietnam, in Korea, and also... In, in, well, Iraq folks that have gotten seriously hurt, family of mine. So we did our part as well from a familial point of view. War is no fun. Uh, war is silly. War is, you know, as, as Roberto told me yesterday, Egberto, you know what the truth is? War is a money maker for a few as others do all the sacrificing. Roberto Lewis made that very clear. Hey, Eric Hayes says, lots of reporters can't get home and no encouragement from President Biden. Uh, that is, look. 
These reporters signed up for a task, and yes, they can get home, especially now. The Taliban is not stopping anybody because the Taliban wants to save face. They want the world to believe that they're good people. You know, hell, they convinced Donald Trump they were good people. That's why the Secretary of State has pictures... Uh, Trump's Secretary of State, Pompeo, has pictures next to the mullah, next to the Taliban. He is in, Hawaii, is in, in all over the place with pictures with the Taliban. So, hey, if it's good enough for, for El Presidente Trump, I don't see how bad things could be for, for Biden. Who's not taking pictures with them? He's saying, I'm just getting to hell out of a place that I shouldn't have been in the first place. All right, Afghanistan has had a war, mostly civil, since what, 1970? No, 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 bridge. Even before, uh, Afghanistan is one of those places that are simply a warlord's place. Anyhow, continuing, continuing. Bridge MCP, I don't think I saluted you. Welcome aboard, Bridge. Eric Hay says, collateral damage, a lot of collateral damage. You know, when, when the United States invaded Panama, I think a few, a, a dozen or so Americans got killed, right? And uh, it's funny because they were stuck in the mud. They, they, the amphibious landing came and they didn't realize that the Bay of Panama was, in, when there's low tide, it is like miles of mud, right? Yeah, several thousand feet of mud. And they got stuck in the mud. And Panamanians came out there and helped the, helped the American soldiers that were invading Panama to knock out Noriega. They helped them come on board and then the soldiers shot at them. It's funny. It, it, is, it was amazing. But anyhow, when the soldiers came into Panama to get Noriega, Noriega was the only person they were trying to get, 10,000 Panamanians paid the price. My father was on the ground in, in Arco Iris under the bed, running as missiles were flying over his head to, to destroy the, the Camara, the, 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 uh, the Fuerte, the, the place where all the military establishments were. They sent the, 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 the stealth fighter into, uh, into the Quince Piso in Colón because they claimed people were shooting out of the building. So they blew the top of the building off. They blew up uh, 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 Marañón. No, not Marañón. Uh, I don't remember the name of the town where they killed nearly 10,000, over 10,000 people if you count Colón, David, and Panama City. Okay? So let's not talk about collateral damage, the little collateral damage that we may have. Because I tell you, when we go into a place, we go in with maximal force without regards to who gets killed. We can tell you that because those of us from Central America, those of us from these other countries have lived it. It's not, it's not something we've heard of. We've lived it. Paul Fleming, when you're drawing down on war, it's likely start one. Uh, it's like starting one. It's messy. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, Michael Rudnan says over 1,400 confirmed dead, 6,000 injured, and 30,000 families homeless in the Haiti destruction. And it, Haiti is getting such a – FDR. Thank you to Doug that quacks. FDR is what I was looking for. Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Suffering breeds compassion, some say. Some of the same people who are now focusing on keeping troops in Afghanistan to protect U.S., seem uninterested in stopping the spread of disease. Thank you. Uh, E2247, that's who that's from. And thank you for the, the heads up, Duck That Quacks. E2247 says the spread of the disease that has already killed over 620,000 of us and that is once again raging, also the same people currently expressing concern of Afghanistan. Exactly. Everett. Yvette Avery Herod, welcome aboard our union specialist, E2247. Do Republicans suffer? Do they breed compassion? Yes, they do. Many of them do. Many of them absolutely do. Lee Grant, we will be seeing violence images from Afghanistan that will be attributed to Biden for months. No. We, it, yes, the right will attempt to attribute it to Biden. And if I were working for Biden or working for the team supporting Biden, I will then show all the mutilated American soldiers who were attempting to do the fighting for the men in Afghanistan who are now going to want to take away the rights from women. If they wanted their freedom, get up and fight for your freedom. A lot of these guys are said, oh, we left them alone. Look, if after 20 years... And spending $85 billion in, in, in training. And over a tri $2 trillion to be in Afghanistan. How much more are we supposed to ask to provide? We should not have been there in the first place. 
Uh, a female presenter on an Afghan television station interviewed a Taliban official after they seized Afghanistan. The group's takeover has raised fears of a return to reprisal property and human rights violation. From and look, it's got to come back. They believe in Sharia law, and Sharia law doesn't have the equality of women and men. But you know what has to happen? It's we can't solve that problem. We can't. You have to ask yourself a question, right? American women, American women fought for their freedom. Black people fought for their freedom when there was a corrupt institution taking it away from them. You know, we can't do it for the Afghanis. I tell you, to put it bluntly, there's a difference that I had between Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Uh, and the one difference was that when, when one don't fight as hard for their freedom, some believe it is so much easier to take it away. I leave that for your thought process, something we, we will have a, a full program on to discuss at some other time. Brian Miner says, they were peacekeepers, not battle forces, and both parties wanted them out fast. Michael Rudnan, we'll see uh, about the Taliban does know that they were retaken Afghanistan. If you want to know a man's true character, give him power. Paraphrase of a fake Lincoln quote. But if you t see what the government did in Afghanistan, what they did is they... They took the money and ran. And what did the president do as soon as he realized that, oh, the Taliban is getting to, to uh, Kabul much faster? He, took, he got to hell out of Dodge, to hell with all the people in the country. He got out there. He didn't go down with his ship. Rose Williams, I'm so surprised uh, that with all the criticism flying around about Afghanistan, but deserved and undeserved, no one has even mentioned the murder of the Kurds. Oh, you know something? Somebody did do that. Today, they did. Uh, but uh, uh, the, the long-time silence is so true, Rose Williams. Uh, Eric Hayes also said, Biden administration, debacle period, and at least the press will hold them accountable. No, the press is a stooge of the defense industrial complex right now because what Biden is doing to get, rid, uh, to get out of, of Afghanistan is the right thing. Lee Grant, Biden's is in deep doo-doo. There is no spin in this. He's in not going to be in deep doo-doo because the blogosphere is not going to fall for the crap coming out of the mainstream media on this one. Absolutely not. So Bush got us there. Trump made friends with the Taliban and start the withdrawal. Yet Biden continues it and his fault. Again, we're not going to allow it to happen. The Afghan Here is from Norman. I feel the pain of those in Afghanistan that are going to feel the injustice that are going to feel the oppression of the Taliban with the boot on their necks attacking women putting women in their place I feel that I genuinely do and I watch how many institutions specifically the media specifically those many attached to the military industrial complex they are flooding our airwaves with all these things that President Biden must do, President Biden didn't do correctly to get out of Afghanistan because, you know, all the injustice that's happening to these people, it is horrendous, it is terrible. And you know what? That's true. But I also wish that as injustices occurred here in the United States, as the injustices that still occur here in the United States, and it's not necessarily chopping somebody's head off or it's not necessarily because you are a woman you just can't do xyz but functionally speaking it is the same that many people do not have access to success because of who they are i wish i wish the institutions would come down and fight for it as well for all the women that are still in america discriminated against in many instances i wish the entire structure would coalesce on things like that for people of color whose only issue with getting certain places or getting certain accesses to success is simply because of you i wish the same impetus that came i wish the same way that the the entire system came to the defense of getting out of Afghan, Afghanistan would be placed on all those injustices, on all those oppressive behaviors, of all those realities.
But you see, we don't see it. And we have to wonder, what's really behind all of this? Is it that we care so much about those Muslim women? Is it that we care so much about the injustices that the Taliban is going to put on these folks? Or is there some other reason? Is it that all of these systems coalesce on this because as Biden moves us to get out of these forever wars, and I know it's a lot of people want to say it's woke to talk about forever wars. No, it isn't. For taking us out of these wars and investing in organizations, investing in people, investing here in America for saving our own. You wonder if it's because the money tree that having all these bases around the world and generals and lieutenant colonels that retire and form companies to service all these foreign entities across the world, if just maybe they are coalescing to say, we can't get this ball rolling. So we have to use, give the people a sense of, we care about humanity. We got to stay the course, folks. There is so much. There's so much hidden behind the scenes. There's so much that we should be asking right now. What is really going on here? Absolutely so. There's so much that we should be asking. By the way, somebody said we were out of sync on the videos. Is it still out of sync or not? Because as it turns out, uh, I, you know, we had a fresh restart. So I would have thought any one of those issues would have been taken care of. Anyhow, 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 I am back to live and I think I have everything else rejiggered appropriately. So let's go ahead and continue getting busy with your, with your questions and messages. Eric Hayes says... Uh, Okay, let's see. Eric Hayes says, we are talking about a bad decision made about something that reverberated for years to come. And reality is people will die now and in the future because now the Taliban, who supports terrorist violence all over the world, will keep doing it. They don't care about what the international community thinks of them. And, and do we care what about the international community think about us? Come on, man. Every country works about things within its own interests, Right. And in fact, the second video that I have out here, I think you need to see because it, it drops dead the fallacy of we fight them there so we don't have to fight them over here. Check this out. Americans have been lied to for so long that even the reporters believe the crap that's been told to them. I mean, you remember those phrases like, we fight them over there so we don't have to fight them over here. Those are the things that the, the defense industrial complex, the military industrial complex, uses to, uh, to, to force Americans into saying, we're going to subsidize all these private American companies supporting our militaries all over these different countries. It's a sham. It's just a profit center for corporations. Well, you know, the question is now, oh, my God, now that we're leaving Afghanistan, terrorism is going to come about. And the question that, or the answer to that question that the, uh, the, the, the press secretary gave today should shut that down completely because it makes a lot of sense. And it's stuff that we've been talking about all the time. You think terrorists are just setting up in Afghanistan? What about Yemen? What about all these other places? What about Costa Rica? What about Guatemala? What about all these other places? Is there some reason intrinsically why terrorists can say, let's, let's create a base here to come for America? Why Afghanistan is so damn far anyway? Anyhow, check this out. Former officials from multiple administrations, the Obama administration, the Bush administration, have said they are certain Afghanistan will become a safe haven for terrorists. I know you and the president have disputed that. What do you think those officials are getting wrong? And can you ensure that Americans are safer today because of your actions than we were several months ago? I want to be very clear about what our position is. Our position is that we are going to have to deal with the potential threat of terrorism from Afghanistan going forward, just as we have to deal with the potential threat of terrorism in dozens of countries in multiple continents around the world. 
We have to deal with the threat of terrorism in Yemen and Somalia and Syria. We have to deal with the threat of terrorism across the Islamic Maghreb. We have to deal with al-Qaeda and ISIS-K. And we have to do so using a wide variety of tools, intelligence capabilities, defense capabilities, and yes, in some cases, the support we can provide to local partners to help them deal with the challenge. And what we have shown is in many of the countries I just mentioned, among others, we have been successful to date in suppressing the terrorist threat to the U.S. homeland in those countries without sustaining a permanent military presence or fighting in a war. And that is what we intend to do with respect to Afghanistan as well. So this is not a question about whether we're clear-eyed about the terrorist challenge from Afghanistan. It is about whether the terrorist challenge in 2021 is fundamentally different from the terrorist challenge in 2001. We believe it is fundamentally different, and we need to be postured effectively to deal with the terrorism challenges we find it today as opposed to 20 years ago. So that is the that is the truth. If you want to have eyes in other countries, it doesn't mean putting a military footprint entire infrastructure for the defense or the military industrial complex to make a whole lot of money and it doesn't mean risking the lives of innocent people as those civilian uh, civilian money makers go out there and take advantage of them. What it means is you use intelligence. You use intelligence that you purchase over there. You use intelligence from your own systems. And that's how we solve the terrorist problem intelligently. And by the way, a lot of that terrorist problem that we are going to have to solve going forward is right here in America from the right. Let's not forget that. And it's so important. The, t- the latest, the last terrorist attack we had on the United States came homegrown right here in the United States from Donald Trump uh, supporters. That was the last terrorist attack in America, and one before gun violence. So let, let's let's be clear here. We have more to worry about from our, our homegrown terrorists than we have anywhere else on this planet right now. Now. Uh, Egberto, why do we have military in Germany? Because the war ended in 1945. Again, uh, this guy answered the question because people wanted to equate, you leave all these people in Germany, Korea, Japan, Italy, etc. Very true. But here's the difference. We are in Italy and Germany and Japan and all these places. We don't need to be there, actually. We should be out of there, in my opinion. But at least you can justify it by saying you are, you are maintaining your Western flank. In other words, we are not there fighting a civil war. We are there as a deterrence. However, when we got into Iraq, when we got into Afghanistan, when we got into Lebanon, when we got into all these other places, we were going to interject ourselves into a civil war. In other words, we were going in there... To be a part of the war. That's not what the military is doing in Japan, in Italy, in Germany, in France. That's not what we're doing. Let's be clear here. Lee Grant, it's odd that Egberto, as a journalist, seems to be a mouthpiece for government. No, Saki, who speaks for the Biden administration, and you use your platform to attack other journalists, seem authoritarian to me. No, I've attacked Biden before. I am an equal opportunity offender. I am not a supporter of administrations or of media, mainstream media or otherwise. My loyalty, believe it or not, Brother Grant, is to you. It is to Eric Hayes. It is to Michael Rudnan. It is to, uh, it, 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 it is to Brian Minor. It is to Norman Reynolds. It is to E2247. It is to Tom C. It is to Roberto Lewis. It is to AVQ, Paul Fleming, Ch- Charlie Lindahl. That is where my loyalty lies, to the average American citizen. It, and I know deep inside, you know, you know that, Lee Grant, so why would you say that? You know that. You know, I am a Saki fan. You are right about that. I really love how Saki answers questions, and I think she doesn't allow herself to be spun. And in fact, she does a little spin in herself. And when she spins wrong, look up my articles. I've also hit her when she has spun wrongly. Come on. I am an equal opportunity offender. So I would like you to remember that. 
I am not here for the administration. I am not here for reporters. I'm here for the people who I consider our posse. And our posse, with the intent of growing our posse, huge people who have conversations, ideas, etc., etc., etc. You know, uh, the, the, the next video that I have is 16 minutes long. It's the, from Dr. Cedric uh, Dark, and it's about COVID. But since we had our crash and since I went through so much with you so far, it'll cut it too close. So let's talk. Send me a lot of messages now as far as what you want to tell me. And let me, let me set up the phones in case somebody may want to call in as well. Because um, as it turns out, I don't think I'll have enough time to do Dr. Dark. So let's go ahead and fire up the, um, the phones. And that's what I will do. Uh, no, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. Uh, th it's too long. And uh, so let's go ahead. And I have a lot of messages here. So if anybody have any more stuff to add, go ahead and add it. As I go ahead and start this phone system, if anybody wants to call in, uh, let's get the phone going. I wish more people would call in. I really do. Uh, open the Zoom box. Let's go to the Zoom box and open up. Oh, Usi Na Usi. Okay, Usi Na Usi. I'll go ahead and read that as soon as I fire up our, our phone system here. All right. Recording the phone in system is now functional. Didn't intend to do that today. Phone system is functional. All right. Usi Nausi says, I'm here to give my testimony about doctor who helped me. I want to inform the public I was cured from... Okay, I'm sorry. I don't do that kind of stuff here. Sorry about that, brother. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Egberto applies the fairness doctrine so unusual since Potos Reagan days in olden time. Thank you, brother. Paul Fleming says, Doc Cheney is the biggest winner because his company supplies the weapon to our country. There you go. You got that right. All right. Anybody you want to call in, I'm putting it on the screen. Uh, that is a call-in information right there. Uh, let's see what else I've got here. I need. Oh, I haven't ad done my ask yet. If you are on YouTube, click that Join button. Become a part of our PDR Posse, please. But alternatively, you can still become a part of the PDR Posse or any other part of our system by going to politicsdoneright.com support politicsandright.com slash support. And that gives you all the different fashions, manners in which you can support our endeavor here. But also, please go ahead and consider getting our books at politicsandright.com slash books. politicsandright.com slash books. All of my books are in that location. Bruce Pollard, welcome aboard. Bruce says, which gets more money for the military-industrial complex, an old war or a new war? You know, that is a good question, Bruce. But I think Roberto Lewis may have an answer for you because I have a hunch maintaining the war is where the money is. In other words, you get all the people there. You get all the people and they keep coming and you keep, you know, it is like, a, it is like the, 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 the register that just keeps giving. The register that just keeps giving. All right, Roberto Lewis says, well said, Egberto. Those are the countries where the militaries are based. They are there for tour training and for protection. Exactly. Uh, let's see what else I got here. Lee Grant said, it's uh, I think I read that one already. Uh, I have not heard of a solution from the right or alternative to withdrawing the troops. I want to take that a little deep, a little further. And I want to ask the question this way. There are a lot of people attacking Biden right now. They claim it's not that he is removing the, the troops, but they claim it is how he's doing it. My question to everybody is, how would you have done it? How, what do you think would have happened as soon as everybody know America is leaving? Exactly what happened here. Yes, it happened in Vietnam because the people that were defending you, they are now going. Of course, when that last plane is leaving, you are going to be inundated with people like that. So where I, I don't want anybody in the Biden administration to come out and start saying, oh, maybe we should have planned it better. Look, you can always plan better. Always. But you are going to have, once everybody finds out you're leaving, they are going to rush that airport. People say, well, we should have gotten the people out earlier. If you were to believe the Biden administration, a lot of people were told we're leaving. Do you want an exit? 
and they said, I am staying for now. And when things got crazy that the Taliban ran over everything as fast as they did, oh, then it, then it was a panic time. Then it was panic time. Everybody knew we were leaving. So you can say, uh, you, uh, you know, people, it's funny that the Republicans are talking a lot about this. This is the nanny state now, right? In other words, Donald Trump arranged for us to leave. Everybody knew we were leaving in August. Somehow, they want, the, they want the administration to now say, all you contractors, all you other people that want to leave now, uh, let me go get you and bring you here. Would be nice. Would be nice. But it's not a necessity. Look, the more I thought about it, at first I really gave Biden a hard time for what I saw on TV. Then I asked my question. If I were the leader of the free world and I was leaving a country that I should not have been in at all, but that somehow this country used all that we have given them, how would I have gotten the people out? Eric Hayes, you're talking a lot. What would have been your procedure to get these people out? Okay? Why choose to leave around 9-11? Ask Donald Trump. He's the one who wanted to leave at 9-11. He's the one who wanted to bring the Taliban to the White House on 9-11. He is the one whose Secretary of State is taking pictures with the Taliban, saying that the Taliban could... They were good negotiating partners. Come on, read, read. Stop choking on misinformation from the right wing. All right, uh, Parkinson's corollary to Murphy's Law. Given end time, people will wait till N minus 1 to act. Exactly. 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 Rose Williams, I heard that Congress was trying to increase the number of visas, but that Republicans largely voted against it. Republicans just want an issue. That's all they want, an issue. Minimally phase one, security in case housing and resource centers. Intermediary phase two, live cameras interaction. You don't leave allies out to dry. I tell you something, I, I don't believe you ever leave allies out to dry. Allies knew we were leaving. Let me tell you, I'm from Panama. I've been at the other end of the United States and what they do to other people. Everybody else knows that. They came to Panama and killed 10,000 people to get Noriega. The United States around, you know, people always think we go for the benevolence around the world. That's not what we do. When America goes around the world, it is solely for America and the plutocracy. What we are fighting here all the time is America and the plutocracy. My thing, my entire mission, my entire mission is about taking control. And if you think right now, being in Afghanistan and having these guys, and, and by the way, let's, let's be clear here, okay? The, the, the tweet that I read on, 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 on Twitter, I really loved it because it said, we should have made women the president, we should have made a woman the president of Afghanistan and given the arms to the women because they had something to fight for. Do you think all those great Afghani men that are coming over here are not the chauvinist types that are going to come over to America and somehow, yes, they work for the Americans, these great good people, and are not going to bring that culture with them as well? That is what I'm talking about. Uh, now, as far as the, the live streams and all that good stuff, Look, again, there, there, there are a lot of things. Rabi El Caban, my good friend, there are a lot of things that could be done differently. I am not going to argue that at all. I'm not going to argue. But by the same token, I'm not going to allow the Republicans and the right wing and the military industrial complex to somehow critique Biden for doing something those of us on the left have been begging administration after administration to do, and that is to leave Afghanistan because Afghanistan was a, simply a moneymaker for a few people, and it hurt most of us. Exactly. That was, uh, that was UR, wasn't it? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what... Uh, tell me what you mean. I, I don't understand uh, what you're saying. That was UR? Okay, anyhow... Again, 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 again. Leaving responsibly, I don't know what that, 
it's, it's above my pay grade to know all the ins and outs. Above my pay grade. But I know we asked the man, those of us on the left, asked the man to leave. Oh, oh I got you. I got you, girl. I got you. I got you. Uh, anyway, I, we asked that guy to get out of Afghanistan. Those of us on the left, and he got out of Afghanistan. Okay? Uh, could have been done better? Yes. How? I don't know. All right, let's see what else. We have Tom C. Sif, Afghanistan, full of radical religious fundamentalists ready to violently attack and overthrow a democratically elected government. Sort of like our country. <laughs> will the U.S. be the next Afghanistan? If the Trump people take over, it exactly will be. Uh, Bruce says, Bush one knew how to do it. Fight and leave. Don't expect to make any friends. You know, if you, look, if you read my first book, As I See It, people got me, gave me hell. And I'm, do, I'm, I'm rereading my book as I see it right now into, audio, in, into an audio book. And it should be out next week. But I gave Bush one credit. And people hate me for it. Because they said, how dare you stand up for a Republican? Because I stand up for good people, period. And what he did are, are the, good things, good, the good things people do. Okay? That's what I do. I hear you, Robbie. We'd have to talk about... You know what? We should do a show on that, Robbie. Where you come and when you come and tell me, Egberto, you should have done this or you should have said that. Robbie is a hell of a reporter in, out of Atlanta, folks, and she's a tough one. Let me just tell you guys that she's a hell of a reporter. She's a tough one, and yeah. So maybe maybe Robbie wants to come on the show and actually, um, you know, go ahead and tell me what we should have done. And you know, I love to hear a good discussion. Absolutely, anytime. Charlie Lindahl says, "How can we make rescue support profitable?" That's interesting. That's interesting. Okay, Robbie, we'll do a tape, girl. Uh, let's see. Uh, para ver qué más tenemos aquí. Um, para ver. Eric Hayes. Well, you've got your issue now. And Egberto, you can't even speak for the Afghan helpers that will die. And the women there. You must not have listened to my first tape. How many women in America right now are going to die because of what our patriarchy does to them right now? How many people in America are going to suffer because of our oppressive nature in many of things? Is lack of health care oppressive? You bet your life it is. Is not having child care oppressive? You bet your life it is. Is not having people wear masks and getting others killed oppressive? You bet your life it is. Okay? So let's, let's be clear here. Let's be very clear. I, I do not want to diminish those people who have helped Americans. I don't want to diminish what the plight that those women are going to go through. I don't. I don't. But I also want to put this all into perspective. And the perspective is right here in America. There is the boot on the neck of people of color from cops. I didn't see the establishment. I didn't see all these great talkers that are there attacking because we're getting out of Taliban the wrong way. I didn't hear them saying we are murdering Americans in our streets. I didn't see that. But they're so concerned about Muslim women. Think about it. Do you really think they have concern? Do you really think a party that has proven to be so prejudiced really care about those women? Or do they care to create a political issue? That is what it's all about. A political issue. Carl Cox says, the people, especially the females, are going to suffer because American politicians don't want to help the people of America or Afghanistan. And you know what is so true? The truth of the matter is there are many ways to help women around the world. There are many ways to help cultures around the world to become more not like America, but to become more humane. Robbie says a party. It's both, both, both parties. Robbie, it is both parties, but that we cannot create a, an equivalence. Both parties are, are, are neoliberals. The, the, wait, the core of both parties are neoliberal. That is absolutely true. But the right wing is the fascist portion, and we cannot allow false equivalences. We cannot do it. I know the issues with the, the Democratic Party. I know that. 
but there is one that, that progressives can infiltrate, and there's one that we don't stand a chance. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, Robbie. And you know I love you, girl. Um, anyway, let's, let's continue here. Um, marvelous Arnold Juliet. Michael Rudnan, hello. Uh, let's see. Paul Fleming says, heck, just look at education in Republican-run states. Most are at the bottom. Exactly. They don't care. Lee Grant, some cultures suck, like those who would stone a woman to death after being raped. Or like some who would put a woman, uh, uh, like some who would restrict a woman from do- doing what she wants with her body, or from those who would restrict women from doing a lot of things they want to do. I'm saying before we throw stones, we have to look in the mirror. You know, some cultures are just bad. Yeah, we used to cut the balls off of black men who didn't do what we wanted them to do. Oh, we used to, uh, we used to throw. Indigenous people off the land that they owned because we found gold on it. And even after we signed treaties with them, we killed them if they fought for the land they were on throughout their lives. Before you attack another culture, look in the mirror. We all do good things. We all do bad things. It's not a race thing, brother. So Lee Grant, when I talk about what was done to black people, I'm not saying white people are bad. I'm saying white people in America did this to black people. White people in Great Britain did this to black people. But you know what? Black people did some bad things to black people and other people as well. And you know what? Indigenous people did the same. Understand politics done right. My goal isn't to say, oh, black people are without any wrongdoing. White people are the devils. Oh, indigenous people are all good. That is not what we're talking about. I, humanity is one thing. You see, the good thing about me is I don't believe in race. So I can say all these things and I don't give a darn what anybody says because I don't believe in race. So I know the truth. And evil knows no bound. We got societies to culturize ourselves. That's what we did. And everybody in the American culture served, saved, uh, that, that culture that was being fused, we share the same thing, right? Other cultures have not evolved to certain things yet. But you bring Muslims to America, eventually the assimilation process occurs. Look, I'm in, I'm in several parties with several, you know, if, if, if a lot of these people say, oh, you know, I'm Muslim, I wouldn't have a clue. Or I'm a Christian, I wouldn't have a clue. In my case, I'm a humanist, they don't have a clue. So I want everybody to get an understanding of where I'm coming from, folks. Let's not, let's not have, or let me, this, is, this one here is to Brother Smith. Because it's important uh, that you understand this, brother. It, it is very important. Lee Grant, I mean not Smith, Lee Grant. You cannot say some cultures suck. Because we've done a hell of a lot of the same things that we watch them do. When the Taliban cut somebody's head off. Our slave masters used to do that to make a point. The same point that those, those terrorists were doing, the owners of slaves in America did it. Okay? And the reason they did it is to terrorize people into doing what they want to do. Don't think that all cultures do not have the propensity to do those things. All right? Remember that. And if you can remember that, you can be more humane because you can say the human existence has good parts and bad parts. And what we do with socialization is to create a system where we all learn that doing those bad things have a price. Doing those bad things have a price. So, folks, every culture has its good, its bad Etc., etc., etc. So, again, we're all brothers and sisters. We all want what's best. If you're on my program, I don't care what ideology you are. The Taliban exists today. American slave masters are long gone, but lynching still occurs. In fact, two years ago, there is a, there is a black body that was hanging. On a on a on with a something cut off in Alabama, it still occurs today by some of our people. We still have people walking down saying, "We will not be denied," and how much they hate the Jews. 
That still occurs here in America. So no, it's still here. We still have the Taliban in America. A friend of mine, Marcus Malutzas, the guy who run the Daily Coast, wrote the book called The American Taliban. The American Taliban. Let's not forget that. I, it, you know, lynching is rare. Cutting people's heads off in the Middle East is rare. It's just that every time they do it in the Middle East, we put it on TV. When they do it here, we don't. It is just like killing is, is very popular here in the United States. If you, made, if you made a movie about the United States to another country, they'll say, you mean so many people get killed every day in the United States by gun violence? Understand, people. Understand. We know better than anybody else, and nobody else is any better than we are. Let's remember that. We're a team. All of you guys that are listening to Politics Done Right right now, you're my team. We are a team. Don't forget it. And let's learn all this crap together because it is what's going to change the world. This is a kind of thinking. You don't hear this on TV. They try to make good and bad. They try to make this race good at this, this race bad. All of that is bull. Listen to my words. Because this is the kind of stuff. When we really internalize this stuff is when we can really get... Thank you for bringing up Dylan Roof, uh, Brother Rudnan. When we internalize this stuff, is when we start to make progress. Anyway, folks, please, if you are on YouTube, click that join button. Become a part of the PDR posse. I beg of thee. Consider getting my books. My books are pretty good. It, it, it covers a lot of this stuff. Politicsandright.com slash books. Politicsandright.com slash books. And support the show any way you can. Politicsandright.com slash support politicsunright.com slash support. Couldn't do any of this without you guys ensuring this program. Other programs just have that the plutocracy giving them ads. We depend on those who we support. We depend on those that we come to tell the truth about. So please support us. Go to join, hit that join button, uh, super chat, any way, any form, support us. My name is Egberto Willies, this is Politics Done Right, and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.